0: Hi everyone. I'm Sister Mary Elizabeth from the Cecil Word Community, and I would like to welcome all of you that are joining us this Tuesday, February eighth. And on this day, we celebrate Saint Josephine Baquita. Slave traders kidnapped Josephine when she was only nine, and gave her and gave her the name Baquita, which means fortunate. While it was seen a cruel choice in time. Josephine came to see beauty in it, stating, If I were to meet the slave traders who kidnapped me, and even those who tortured me, I would kneel and kiss their hands. For if that did not happen, I would not be a Christian and religious today. Josephine was born in 1869 in the Darfur region of western Sudan. She was sewed as a slave several times until 1883 when she was sold to the Italian consul who, she treat, who treated her with kindness and warmth. When he returned to Italy with his family she accompanied them and in 1888 she went to live at the catechumenate of Connocian sisters in Venice. She was baptized in 1890, taking the name Josephine. According to Italian law, since she had reached the age of majority, she was now free. She chose to join the Canotian Daughters of Charity and lived fifty years in religious life in Chio Vicenza. She led a simple life as a cook, seamstress, and doorkeeper. And her gentleness and compassion for the poor and suffering endeared her, her to all. She is still known today in Sio as Our Black Mother. She died in 1947 after a long illness and was canonized in 2000. The first saint from Sudan, Josephine Bakita, is the patron of that country. Saint Josephine Bakita. What an example to each one of us, someone who was made slave since little, who suffered since little but was able to be grateful for those who made her a slave, who made her suffer because she saw in this tragedy, she saw the grace that came from it, the grace that she had of becoming Christian and then later a religious sister. We don't understand things that happen to us. But the saints teach us to do not be angry against those things. But to see the hand of God guiding even the most horrible things that might happen to us. But to see God's hand and to see what was the grace that we can extract from it. The readings for... This Tuesday, it's First Kings chapter eight, verses twenty-two to twenty-three. Then we go to verses twenty-seven to thirty. The responsorial psalm, Psalm eighty-four, Psalm eight four, and the gospel is from Saint Mark, chapter seven, verses one to thirteen. On the day of the dedication of the temple, King Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the assembly of Israel, and spread out his hands to heaven. He said, O Lord, God of Israel, there is no God like you in heaven, above, or on earth beneath, keeping covenant and steadfast love for your servants who walk before you with all their heart. But will God indeed dwell on the earth? Even heaven and the highest heaven cannot contain you, much less this house that I have built. Regard your servant's prayer and his plea, O oh Lord my God, heeding the cry of the, and the prayer that your servant prays to you today, that your eyes may be open night and day toward his house, the place of which you said, My name shall be there that you may heed the prayer that your servant prays toward this place hear the plea of your servant and of your people israel when they pray toward this place o oh, hear in heaven your dwelling place heed and forgive the word of the lord thanks be to god today solomon is saying lord Not even heavens can contain you. How this house, how this house, this temple that I built to you cannot contain you on earth. But we know that this present, this place is your presence here in our midst. Solomon is saying, God is great. Not even heavens can contain Him. But this place here is a place where we are sure that you are present. And he prayed that the Lord would bless this place, that the Lord would be there and heed his prayer and heed all of our prayers and make this place a dwelling, a heavenly dwelling place, a place where people would know that God is there. And this is what the church is. When I say the church, I say the building of the church. We know that God is there. We know, we know that we can, every time that we pass by a church, that we go in a church, God is there and we can bring our prayers, bring our heart, that we know that He is there. So this is the prayer that Solomon says today. Lord, hear our prayers and bless this place. And may every time that we come to your presence, we know that you are here. May you forgive us and bring us close to you. Responsorial Psalm, Psalm 84, says, My soul longs, indeed it faints for the curse of the Lord. My heart and my flesh sing for joy to the living God. Even the sparrow finds a home, and the the swallow a nest for herself. Where she may lay her young at your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Happier are those who live in your house, ever singing your praise. Behold our shield, O God, look on the face of your anointed. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than live in the tents of the wickedness. I would rather to live in the house of my Lord than anywhere else. We would rather be in the presence of the Lord, in the church, in His holy temple, than in anywhere else on earth. Our hearts should be full of joy and happiness every time that we go to church, knowing that God is there. And the Gospel from St. Mark chapter 7 verses 1 to 13 says, When the Pharisees and some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem gathered around Jesus, they noticed that some of his disciples were eating with defiled hands, that is, without washing them. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they thoroughly wash their hands, thus observing the tradition of the elders. And when they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they purify themselves. And there are also many other traditions that they observe the washing of cups, pots, and bronze cattle. So the Pharisees and the scribes asked Jesus, Why do your disciples not live according to the tradition of the elders, but eat with defiled hands? Jesus said to them, Isaiah prophesied rightly about you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching human precepts and doctrines. You abandon the commandment of God and hold to human traditions. Then Jesus said to them, You have a fine way of rejecting the commandment of God in order to keep your tradition. For Moses said, Honor your father and your mother, and whoever speaks evil of father or mother must surely die. But you say that if anyone tells father or mother, whatever support you might have had from me is korban, that is, an offering to God. Then you no longer permit doing anything for a father or mother, thus making void the word of God through your tradition that you have handed on. And you do many things like this. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the gospel today we see Jesus talking speaking to the Pharisees and telling them that they are doing they are interpreting wrong the law and the commandments of the Lord. The commandments the Lord the Lord is clear. His commandments are clear, show us a right path to walk. But the Pharisees, they made up traditions. And they were not following the law of the Lord. They were not doing what the law of the Lord were asking of them. It is so strong when we see Jesus telling them that you have have a fine way of rejecting the commandment of God in order to keep your tradition. You have a fine way. A way that, that won't be noticed easily. A way that you can go by and people won't realize that you are not obeying God, but you are obeying your own traditions, your own things. And we can ask ourselves today, what are those things that we know that, that is right, but we are not doing it, and we are finding ways to do not do the will of God, do not obey His commandments. Jesus is harsh. With the Pharisees. But they are saying. You were. You tried to make more things. Than what was needed. Keeping your own traditions. And your own things. Well only one thing was asked of you. It was to keep the law of the Lord. And we are all called. To keep the, the, the word of the Lord. To keep the law of the Lord. To keep it alive within us. But to practice it. May the Lord bless us today and give us His wisdom and His light to see where are we not fulfilling the will of the Lord in our lives? Where are we missing the point? Where, in what situations are we doing what we think it is right and not what the Lord is asking of us? Amen.